What's up, guys? Welcome to the Set the Screen podcast, another Saturday edition. We had a couple stuff going on in the NFL, and today we're going to go over the AFC Championship, NFC Championship, and then we're going to do a little Super Bowl preview. And then later on the episode, we're going to do some NBA talk. So, um, yeah, joined today by, of course, the usual co-host, Mr. Charlie, Mr. Emmett. How are you guys doing? Emmett, you go first. Yeah. Emmett, how are you doing? I'm doing good. How about you? Okay, there he is. Okay, Emmett's doing good. Charlie, how about you? Um, I'm doing all right. Uh, a lot going on in the NBA world, NFL world. So, uh, we're going to get right into it. Uh, so NFC, ch- the NFC, NFC Championship. championship. Yep. So it was the Bucks versus the Packers. The Bucks came out on top, thirty-one to twenty-six. Um, this was a weird kind. This is a weird game, in my opinion. Um, yeah. Questionable calls by the refs. There's a couple of them. Not too many, though. Yeah, it wasn't um, as bad as the normal Brady game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when he pays them before the game. Um, right. I think this mainly came down to coaching, because uh, Bruce Arians is flat out coached better than. Matt LaFleur did, especially with the field goal, going for a field goal when you're down yes. six. You're down six. Or no, no, oh. no, you're down – yeah, I think you're down six, right? It was yeah. – no, you're down eight, 31-23. You're down 31-23. Yeah. yeah. With two minutes remaining and you kick a field goal. Um, I know it's fourth and goal on the eight, but you have Aaron, Mr. Aaron Rodgers. Um, so I'm not really I'm, – I'm very, very – um what's the word uh confused by that um that call I think- and then um the Aaron Rodgers not running it there's a lot of just weird weird decisions going on in this game I think the part that was just I don't think you ever give Brady the ball when there's two minutes left because first off we saw it before halftime when you know Brady did march the team down the field and you know Brady's main thing is being a game manager game manager you know we don't really see him as like Aaron Rodgers deep throw but what he does is he manages game for the most part, you know, he's going to throw your slants. He's going to throw your five-yard flats. You just don't really give Tom Brady the ball left when there's a chance for him to put it away. And, I mean, yeah, I that call is just – I did not agree with that. Emmett, you have anything to say about that? Uh, I, can, I can kind of see why they wanted the field goal. This Packers defense is the best in the league. And mm-hmm. uh, they were really putting it in their defense hands by saying, hey, give us this ball back. I don't agree with it either. When you have Aaron Rodgers, the gunslinger he is, there's no reason you don't put him uh, put the ball in his hands on fourth down. He can throw it to Devontae Adams. They have a lot of weapons. I mean, um, and especially the chance for like if you do score, you get the two point and tied up. And I think yeah, Aaron Rodgers tied up person. and then. Uh, and you have all that momentum. You tied up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've all the momentum, and uh, I mean, even when you're tied, I I feel like even if they went for it and got it, I still feel like Tom Brady would have won that game. Yeah, it's Tom Brady. Truthfully, honestly. It's yeah. the GOAT. It's the GOAT. Shout out Tom Brady for um, proving haters wrong, I guess. I mean, he still threw, he still didn't have a good game, per se. I mean, he still had three interceptions, three touchdowns. Like, game hey, one he, six, but... he beat the Packers. He did yeah. beat the Packers. Yeah. He did. Um, we're going to move on to the Chiefs-Bills game. I went 0-2 in my conference championship picks. But, um, yeah, anyway. Yeah, I was um I was pretty disappointed in that. But um anyway, in this game, I think the big takeaway was the huge second quarter by the Kansas City Chiefs scoring 21 points after going um scoreless in the first quarter. And then also the Bills offense did not utilize the run game as much as they should have. They ran the mm-hmm. ball uh they ran the ball 18 times and threw the ball 48 times. So um that's that disparity between passing and running is not good, especially when you're playing the game. Uh, when you're playing the Chiefs and you want to keep the ball away from Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I think. Um, I mean, obviously, like NFL is really starting to transition to a passing game, and we know that. I mean, statistically, it looks better. I mean, when you're when you're able to get a 50-yard throw with you have a talented quarterback like you know Josh Allen, that's completely okay. But you just can't if you're not going to have a consistent running game, you're not going to be you're not going to make it far. I mean, we saw it with the Steelers. When you just give it to Big Ben and throw it again and again, I mean, your, your best running back really can't be a James Conner type guy if you can't utilize him correctly. Emmett, were you going to say something about that? Yeah, I would like to add I went 2-0 in my conference championship picks. I mean, they got 2-0. Um, I actually – I've only missed, I think, one playoff game so far. I missed one, and that was the uh, – Rams game. Uh, Rams, Rams game, game yes. State. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Um, I think, uh, yeah, especially when you give – when Patrick Mahomes has that much time in the pocket, 
to do his mm. magic. It's a recipe for failure. And um, if I may add, I don't think this uh, Bills run game is that they need some uh, they need some help with it. I mean, Devin Singletary, he's not really their guy, and uh, they're rookie. I think Montgomery. Uh, no, um, I don't know. I know. I said Bills. Uh, shoot, he went. He came from Utah. Uh, oh, Zach Moss. Thank, thank you. Yeah, cool. uh, Zach Moss. I mean, he's looking like their best running back right now. Devin Singletary. He took a step back this season, I think, and I think uh, he was age. their main guy. It looked like, yeah, age. But uh, Moss looked like their main guy. I mean, he did for the second half of the regular season too, and uh, I mean it's it's hard to get um, I guess the wheels running when you're playing the defense. The Chiefs don't have the best defense, but they got a good run defense. They have Chris Jones lined up, yeah. So uh, I understand why they had to pass so much because they had really had the ball in the rookies' hands, and. Uh, that can be big for a second I mean, playoff game. So, it's just, yeah. This Chiefs team is scary for the next many years. Especially with, I mean, like, an, a decent defense. It's not good defense, but it's, it's yeah. definitely serviceable. And when you're offense, when you have arguably, like, one of the – probably going to be one of the greatest quarterbacks, if not the greatest quarterback of all time. Um, yeah. And I think Stephen A. Smith I – mean, real quick, Stephen, let me know what you guys think about this. Stephen A. Smith said, if um, my Patrick Mahomes loses to Tom Brady, he's never going to pass him in legacy. What do you guys think about that? You can't say I that. I don't agree with that. He's yeah, 25. He's 25, yep. That's like saying if, like, that's like saying ahead. Giannis, if he never if he doesn't win the championship this year, he's never gonna win one. Right. It's not yeah. true. You don't know that. Because let's uh, say Patrick loses this year, he wins seven straight. Right, exactly. Because you can't predict like, the future like that. You can't that's like someone saying if LeBron loses this finals, he's worse than his final opponents. Yeah, yeah right. So it's you like, can't say that though, right? And that's you know, what like, like it's one part it's like that, one part like I think people like you, obviously like, and this should be obvious without saying quarterbacks don't play against each other. You know, if you know what I mean. You yeah, teams like, play against each other. Yeah, teams play against each other. It's it's obviously much different with basketball because if you put LeBron against Kawhi, and then we could talk, and then you can be like, okay, maybe this person not played the other. Yeah, yeah it's, it's not like they're. Said, Tom Brady it's not like they're tackling each other. It's not like they're. Tom Brady, yeah, Tom Brady outplays the Chiefs defense. Tom Brady doesn't outplay Mahomes and vice versa. Yep. So, um, yeah. I got it for the. Yeah, the, I totally agree the with Tampa, that. The Tampa Bay defense is so much better than the Chiefs defense. Yeah, very no? true. And but um, it with just shows it, that. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, it kind of sorry. It shows that. Uh, a number one offense does beat the number one defense. Like I was talking about the Rams game, Rams and Packers. I was talking about how I was thinking like, Oh, the number one defense, this offense is going to have troubles, but really shows that if you have the best offense in the league, you're a real threat to win it all. So yeah. Sorry. No, 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 you're good. It's fine. I think it's going to be a good Super Bowl. I think it's either going to be, um, I feel like it's either going to be like a curve stomp and then that can go either way or it's going to be down to the wire. And I, you know, the recent I, Super Bowls haven't been that good. So, especially because the. the... Go ahead, Emmett. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, I was thinking, I think it's either going to be a, uh, like one of those games where every, each team is scoring and it's a super high scoring game, or it's going to mm-hmm. be kind of a slow game like the Chiefs yeah. versus uh, 49ers last year. And I see that both ways. There's always jitters when you get into the Super Bowl. And that's why not all of them are like super high scoring games because, like, we saw uh, your play, the Rams, they your put playbook. up three points. Yeah, they hey, your playbook gets thrown out the window. Yeah. And uh, I think I think it's uh, pretty exciting and scary for some of those newer guys that haven't played in the Super Bowl or that big of stage. So, yeah, those I think. The whole uh, team. Yeah. yeah, we'll see. I think Patrick Mahomes will be more ready though this year compared to last year because oh definitely it was a yeah. very slow start for that Chiefs Andy Reid too offense I yeah I really thought that um, the 49ers were probably gonna pull it out but yeah and uh, especially like you guys are going to try uh, like you guys were saying it's so unpredictable the Super Bowl is because that we've seen the Bucks this year play great football 
against the Packers, like in week six when they beat them 38 to 10. And we've seen right. them play not good football where they lost 38 to three against the Saints in week nine. So yeah. I don't know. It's super unpredictable with this Bucks team. And, yeah. And I was just going to go ahead and talk about the, the, when they played in the regular season, the Chiefs won 27 to 24 against the Bucks. And Patrick Mahomes threw for, he threw, he threw, um, he made 37 out of his 49 completion or attempts. He had 462 yards and three touchdowns, zero interceptions. Threw all over. Um, but looking at the running game, the Chiefs ran it, was this, uh, 19 times um, for a total of about, I mean, maybe eight, like 85 yards, zero touchdowns. Nice. But Tyreek Kill had 13 receptions, 269 yards, three touchdowns, and an average 27 yard catch. Wasn't that the uh, game where he had like three touchdowns in a quarter? No, uh, Emmett, you're more of a fantasy guy. I'm sure you remember that. Let's say that again. Wasn't again. that the remember game where, Tyre, um, yeah, Kyrie caught like all those touchdowns at the very beginning? Yeah, that was it. I think it was right. Yeah, I mean, right. He had like three touchdowns and like 200 yards at halftime or something. Yeah, and then they yeah. took him out. All right. Yeah, yeah, for stupid reasons. Yeah, I, I well, yeah. I mean, you gotta let him. You gotta, pers- hurt, you gotta but, preserve him. I know. I know. Yeah. Um, uh, I would also like to talk about uh, the injuries for the Chiefs last week. Le'Veon and uh, Hilaire was out. And uh, if they even just get Hilaire back, uh, easily are their best running back in the backfield. Super elusive. Mm-hmm. Great. He works great in this offense. He's a He can catch the ball. He can run the ball. He's quick. And uh, he's big for his uh, – He's very small, but he has a very big burst of speed and power. So um, if they get him back, I think this offense is just one more key to making them deadly. I forgot who they had starting last week. He looked fine, but he doesn't look like Le'Veon Bell or Hilaire. And um, yeah, I hope, I, I, I mean, to... you get, of course, he's going to rush himself back. I get it. It's the Super Bowl, but yeah. um, I don't want him to get injured and, um, uh, risk his career just to play. So I have the injury report right here, Emmett. So as of this came out yesterday. So mm-hmm. Antonio Brown did not practice. Uh, and I'm just looking at, I guess, names more people know. Mike Evans was in limited participation. Chris Godwin was Ooh. full participation. Um, JPP, Jason Pierre-Paul did not practice. Um, Whoa, that's and a yeah, good loss. Most of this is, I mean – Two of the Buccaneers' safeties did not practice. Um, Jordan Whitehead and Antonio Winfield. Excuse me if I say that wrong. Yeah, Antonio so, yeah, Winfield, he's good. Especially on, yeah. especially on defense, Bucks are looking a little hurt. And then on offense, Le'Veon Bell was limited. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, um, full participation. Oh, as long as, as, long as yeah, Hilaire can play, good. they should be fine. Yeah, yeah uh, I mean, Le'Veon. Hasn't had a great yeah. year, but. Yeah. Holmes was full. Uh, Patrick yeah, was full. Good. Uh, yeah, I mean everyone on the everyone on the Chiefs right now is. Oh wow! Sorry about that. I was reading the Wednesday report. Yeah, even on Thursday, everything stayed the same. Sorry about that. No, yeah. no big uh, deal. I I don't yeah. expect Mike Evans not to miss this game. I, I already know. Mike Evans will. I already know all these people. Being completely honest with you, will play. Well, maybe not Pierre Paul, but um, yeah, I think um, Whitehead. I think he'll play. I think Evans will play. 100 percent especially if he's just limited we're still a week yeah. out from the super bowl so yeah it should be a good matchup though um this yeah. is one of uh honestly i think this is a very hyped up super bowl just because of it's really passing young versus old it's like yeah. yeah passing the torch if patrick Mahomes wins this i i mean i tom brady's i don't think i don't know if he will retire I don't for some reason, I, I, I want to keep so. thinking. I it think is. he's going to keep playing for at least another I season. I thought he was going to retire in 2016. So, I th- yeah. Again, I thought he. Yeah, um, hey, I mean, I feel like they talk about this every year. Going. That cliff. That I cliff. Hope. If he, if he yeah. wins, cliff. maybe he wants, wants to go. Cliff. If mm-hmm. he wants to go on a, uh, you know, if he wins the Super Bowl, maybe he wants to go out on a big win, but he might want to win another one. But I mean, if he loses. I think he'll want redemption, so I think he'll stay even if he loses. I mean, this is Tom Brady's first of his two-year contract, right? That's what he signed. Two-year, oh, yeah, yeah. He's not million? gonna retire. He's not gonna retire. Yeah, on this I'm contract. sure he'll finish out this one and then the next season, and then we'll uh, go from there. So, and then, imagine if I mean, he signs somewhere else. 
be crazy. I hope he doesn't end on like a Michael Jordan type beat. You know what I mean? Where he goes yeah, to that, like the Wizards Washington. or something. Yeah. 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 It was sad. Those days don't count. That doesn't count. Dwayne, Dwayne Wade on the Bulls doesn't count. Or the Cavs. Um, or the Cavs. Oh, yeah, yeah. Forget about all that. Um, yeah. And, uh, or Ray Allen. Carl Malone on the Lakers doesn't count. Uh, Allen Iverson Shaq. on like the Grizzlies. Shaq yeah. on the Celtics. Oh, Nuggets. And... Nuggets. Nuggets and Grizzlies. Oh, he was good on the Nuggets, though. You're right. Yeah. He's pretty easy. Yeah. He was, pretty was he on the Towards Pistons, the the too? Was they I think he went to the Pistons. Who? I can switch it up right now. Oh, uh, Mike Hakeem, uh, Hakeem in Toronto, I Alan think, Iverson. right? Hakeem oh, Alan Iverson, yes, he did play in Detroit for a year. He actually did. He played pretty well for being super old, believe it or not. Wasn't he? Didn't Hakeem go to um go to Toronto though? Uh, maybe Toronto, Toronto. So would that make? So yeah, he all... did play for the Raptors. <laughs> I have a question for you guys. Do you think? If they had like an all time, like these players were in their prime, do you think Allen Iverson would be the best player for the Pistons if he's in his prime? Like, uh, what I'm trying to say is like, no. who's competition? I say Tom's. Uh, is... Yeah. I say uh, well, well, I mean, are you putting a uh, shooting guard? You could say D Rose is competition because he's yeah. Well, yeah, uh, I don't know. I hate saying D Rose as a prime D Rose, a Piston. I mean, that's weird. Uh, yeah, I don't like that either. I'm sorry. Or, or I think <laughs> Allen Iverson will always be a 76er. Always. Yeah, I know that. Yeah. Happy he played one season, though. Sadly. He, Just like LeBron, in my eyes, LeBron is not a Laker. Not LeBron, is, LeBron is not a, a Heat player. He's a Cav. In my yes. opinion, I always will view him as a Cav. I don't see him as a Laker. So, um, going back, anything else to talk about when it comes to um... – Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Should we give our picks now? I don't have any. Oh, yeah. Let's do our picks. Honestly. All right. Uh, I'm going to go first. I have the Bucks 31 to 29. 31 29. Bucks. Give me at home. At home. First team ever to play at home. That is true. Emmett, what about you? I'm seeing a lot of stuff. It looks like the Chiefs are going to go hard. Looks like there's a lot of tickets already being sold to uh, Chiefs fans. A lot of people are traveling in and uh, they, want to make it quote their home so i well no they're not like they're traveling i mean like there's a lot of there's a lot of bandwagon chiefs fans you know that right oh yeah yeah but you got the super bowl you're going to the super bowl (laughs) yeah i know i'm not hating i'm not hating yeah there's a lot of fans traveling in um i yeah this will be i can't believe the bucks are playing at home i find that so cool but like the I'm Vikings give it had to... a chance in 2018, right? Yeah. Yes, they did. Yes, they That was the Minnesota Miracle Year, right? And then they got yep. dominated by the Eagles in the NFC Championship, 38 to yeah. 20. I miss the Eagles seven? being. Anyways, seven, I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give. Um, I'm gonna give the Chiefs uh, slightly. Uh, I'm gonna say I think it's honestly gonna be a little more high scoring than last year's, just because Tom Brady is playing too. Um, I'm going to say maybe like 28-21, maybe something like that, 28-24. But um, I think it's going to be close, and, yeah, it should be fun. Oh, man. Okay, I'm going to go – I'm just looking at it from last year. I mean, the Chiefs – last year's Super Bowl, 31-20 Chiefs versus obviously the 49ers. Give me – give me the Chiefs. I'm gonna I'm gonna go a little bit more low scoring. I'm gonna go twenty four to uh. I see it. Twenty four twenty one. Uh, can, yeah. can I talk about one last thing NFL related? Yeah. For it. I just got a notification about heavy interest. Ryan, yep. Heavy yeah, interest. I saw that Dan too. Campbell reports that uh, there is hot and heavy interest for Matthew Stafford. What do you guys think about Matthew Stafford? Well, actually, think he will my leave, question uh, is – I had a question right here in my notes, oh, and it, you have right. the perfect transition to this. Right, I was going to ask Emmett where you want him to end up. Literally, um, it's, it says it right there. I'll give my top three. Ooh, yeah. um, I, th- I think it would be cool. I'll, I'll do three Washington football team. The defense is looking amazing, and if they get a quarterback and a few weapons, they could be an easy playoff team, wild card team. Um, 
second win that team, division I would again. Say four, yeah, they, they could yeah. easily win that division. They could win the division four. with no quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They did it. It's embarrassing. Um, I would say, well, I think it's going to get better next year, but Hopefully. we'll see. Um, I, yeah. I'm going to give it to uh, my second will be the 49ers. They're amazing, and they had a lot of injuries. I think they would have been a playoff team without all the injuries. They're honestly and, like that um, Falcons team after the uh, Falcons Super Yeah. Before. A lot of yeah. injuries. I, I want to say I almost want them to be my number one, but my number one's the Colts. They're a super young team too, and they're on the rise. Uh, they look good in the playoffs. And um, they looked really good in the regular season too. That defense was top five and um, mm-hmm. super young. They're just going to get better. I see them being the number one defense in less than a year or two. Yeah, uh, line too. So I, I hope – I really want Stafford to be a Colt or – um, or a 49er. I want to see him in the playoffs. I really want to see if he will stay 0-2 in the playoffs. I want to see if he can win a playoff game. I want to see if he can lead a team to the playoffs and again. Let's another see. team that w- that could get to the playoffs with Stafford is the LA Rams, by the way, because they have so much interest I think they're going to keep Goff. Yeah, they, they do have a lot look- of money tied. Yeah, yeah, they're one of the worst cap situations with the Saints, the Falcons, the Steelers. Is that – Saints, Falcons, yeah. Steelers, the Saints are Bears, looking really maybe. bad. With yeah, the yeah, yeah like, this, about- like all those other teams, the Falcons and the Steelers can manage their yeah, way out I, of I it, was, but the Saints cannot. Yeah, I was talking on the phone with uh, Walker. We were talking about how basically the only way they can fill a roster of fifty-three men is they already have a lot of like tied-up money. They're gonna have to basically sign free agents that are really not getting any offers so like your top free agent guys they're not going to sign with them because like practice squad they're guys. looking for right, league honestly, yeah. minimum like the minimum contract so these guys are going to be paid like a little less than a million dollars to play and uh, these are going to have to be guys that are veterans that just want to play one more year maybe uh maybe or young players that just want yeah, some experience. young players like yeah. They might be signing CFL players, XFL players. With an overrated I wouldn't be coach. Surprised. Coach. I wouldn't be surprised if I see them seriously signing guys that were good in college but really just couldn't step up to the next level. Hey, Tim Tebow. So, right Cardale now. Jones. <laughs> Cardale so Jones. Tim Tebow coming back Honestly, right now. I'm Bates very Bear, excited. Cardale Jones. Uh, we're going we're gonna to go get Braxton Miller. You know, those oh, yeah. three. You don't know how if I may team. add, I am very excited. They are the Ohio State Saints. Just because – I'm gonna be able to watch. Um, I got a lot all of Ohio these players. guys that um, really their careers didn't turn out. I want to see I hope them they do that. with their redemption cool. chance. It would be fun. I would watch the Saints games. I mean, I already watched a few this season. I mean, they were good, yeah. but without a real like, oh, Drew Brees, he'll be gone. I think. Tiring, yeah. Supposedly he's still talking. Supposedly it's not official. If I'm Drew Brees, I'm not. If I'm Drew Brees, I'm not staying for this draft. Just go, bro. If I may say, he he was injured for almost half the year, and they played better. They played better with Taysom Hill than they did with Drew Brees. Uh, Taysom Hill had a bigger arm. He was not nearly as accurate. He was not as accurate, and it opened the playbook a lot bigger. Alvin Kamara. And him running these amazing elaborate trick plays with this option plays, and you can read option all day with him. And um, yeah, Madden. throwing the ball, he was. I mean, I, I hey, didn't think he don't. was going to be that good of a quarterback, but he yeah. had multiple games where he threw three hundred yards and a touchdown or two. So hey, he can about, throw uh, it. He's going to get a bad one of these days. Don't forget, oh yeah, don't I totally forgot about that. Winston, he will probably be their starter, and they'll have Taysom Hill, either the backup. They made a, probably, they made a flip them out, do, to be honest. Yeah, they, they might just do. Um, yeah, exactly what you said. They might have him come in on those, uh, like the Taysom Hill option plays and Taysom Hill quarterback plays. So yeah, I can't see. wait to see what they'll do with the Saints team with a hundred and nine million dollars negative. Negative negative they're oh down like a, over 100 they're down over 100 yeah 
They need to invest in GameStop. They need to get that money back. Something like that. <laughs> AMC to the moon. AMC to the moon. Oh, my gosh. AMC so, to um, the moon, dog. AMC I think that, all the way. I think, I think that wraps up our um, NFL talk for today. Yep. Um, yeah, we'll see. Hopefully, it's going to be a fun weekend. Uh, so, that's – anyone has anything else to say about NFL? Not, not, I think Emmett has one thing to say. Real quick, I'll speak it for you, Emmett. Mike oh. Glass, Mike Glass the third, a uh, Eastern Michigan quarterback. <laughs> I knew this was going to um, go. Maybe you've heard of him. Let's go. Played in the well-known, well-known Mac conference. Philadelphia Eagles, it was. Right, Emmett? Yeah, the Eagles uh, interviewed with uh, Creighton, our head coach, Chris Creighton, mm-hmm. and um, he talked about him in an interview. And uh, supposedly, the Eagles are interested in him to be their backup and, quarterback or their third string quarterback to back this up happened, behind Jalen Hurts. So. This happened in in party last night too. We yeah, were, we were just we were playing it. We were playing in party, and 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 Emmett gets the notification, and he just goes crazy, bro. It was so funny. Hey, hopefully. So, so um, let's give the. What, 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 I, get signed. I want him to get signed. Yeah, I've been I've been following my class for a few years now. And uh, mm-hmm. before that, he was just the backup at Eastern Michigan, but uh, he had a he had a very good uh, final year at Eastern Michigan. He was kind of like their uh, Taysom Hill uh, year three before his senior year. He would bring him in to run the option and all that. But he has legs. He plays. Uh, he kind of reminds me of Jalen Hurts. I don't think he's as fast, but uh, he's a big arm, and uh, I think he can. Really fill in if uh, Jalen Hurts needs to sit down or gets injured. So, yeah, that's hey, all I got to say uh, about that. Keep that keep that name in mind, uh, Mike Glass. Emmett has a deep emotional connection to Mike Glass. <laughs> yeah, he does. So, Emmett, that video is gonna be worth a lot of money one day. A happy birthday video, <laughs> a lot of money. Yeah, it will be. It will be. Right. So we. In the we're gonna move on to the NBA now. Um, it's been a pretty crazy week. Um, but I first, before we get into the topics, I have a question for you guys. It's about MVP odds. Will a center or the field win MVP? So centers that could win MVP are Jokic and Embiid. So will it be Embiid or Jokic or the field? The field, I think. <sighs> yeah, I'm gonna go with the field. I, I think you don't really too. see many. I mean, I. I get Jokic is playing good and Bede's playing good too, but uh, we're playing great. Like there's fantastic. Yeah. yeah, yeah, very good. But like all time level great. Uh, there's a lot of um, guards that are playing ridiculously think, good too. So. I think if the Nuggets can finish top, because what are they right now? Nuggets are four. Yeah, they're, they're five something like four. that. They're. I mean, five, yeah, yeah, the Spurs, the Spurs and Nuggets are tied for five and four. Shout out Spurs, but um. I think if the Nuggets can finish top, yeah, if the Nuggets can finish, um, you know, one or two, I think then you can look at Jokic for MVP. But I don't know about Embiid because Jokic can really have the uh, assist. Was the stat yeah, line Embiid, too? Yeah, Embiid. Embiid really can. But the thing is that Embiid brings so much more to the defensive side of the ball that Jokic doesn't. And the, yeah, I mean, it, it's Embiid, really like, it's Embiid really is a great defender, and Jokic, Jokic isn't. isn't. <laughs> So that's my next uh, question for you guys. Jokic or Embiid? I, I mean, I'm always Jokic for me. I'm going to do Jokic uh, because Jokic. Um, Jokic, I, I would like to also add, I know Embiid's playing amazing on the defensive end, but a lot of those defenders, guys known for their lockdown defense, I feel like they're not as respected as the guys that average a whole lot of points and assists. Yeah. I mean, a lot of defensive things are really aren't on the stat book. Like oh, yeah, steals, steals and blocks and rebounds, but so, I mean, they don't have lockdown clamps. They don't have lockdown. They don't have like deflections and and calling out calling out plays and calling out that type of stuff. Being a team yeah. defender so is that's, important. That's the reason I, I want to say that maybe if they had Fighting some more screens. defensive stats, where you could see really what they're doing, but a lot of the defensive things uh, aren't on the stat board. Just like um, Mason Plumley. Um, he's a great defender, but a lot of he doesn't he doesn't put up big numbers. But you see him playing. You see him when he's on the kind of like Rudy Gobert. Even if Rudy Gobert doesn't yeah, get a block, he's still gonna affect the shot. For uh, sure, guards aren't gonna want to drive on him. 
Yeah, yeah exactly. Because even yeah, if you even if when... you get the shot up, it's still gonna. He still has that both hands up, and they're and he's pretty tall. So I'm just saying. He yeah, you don't, see, you don't see guys like Curry. You don't see guys like Curry going in on top of him. Never. I think they just do a floater. I think they would like rather when, uh, take the, the mid-frame shot or just any other shot. I mean, they don't want to go in that, the paint. I mean, when that Thunder like team, when that Thunder team played the Jazz, and you looked at the stats, I think Westbrook was like his not only like his efficiency when driving to the basket, but also his success rate was like just super you know, low. You, it's crazy. I mean, yeah, Rudy. I mean, whether or not you want to, you agree, Rudy Gobert deserves the money he got. He is a top three defender in the NBA. Yeah, All right, I talking the about best, best defensive center. And, um, yeah, about I don't Westbrook. know if you guys. Oh, yeah, I was about to say something too. About Westbrook, um, we're gonna get into the Wizards now because the Wizards have been uh-huh. unbelievably bad, unbelievably Horrid. bad. Because Bradley Beal is averaging, I believe, it's thirty-five right now, and yeah. they are. I think they are three and twelve because they just lost last night to Walker's Hawks in a pretty, yes, pretty boring game almost. <laughs> the same. Yeah. Westbrook got ejected, and then that's Beal put up like. 19 or something, yeah. I think you put so. 23. Oh, 23, all right. I was close. All right. Which so is I a, a huge off night for him, just saying. Right, honestly. I, I have a question for you guys regarding this Bradley Beal. Um, I mean, I'll let you answer this first, and then Charlie. So, right. I mean, um, this is – and you were kind of talking about it earlier when we were talking about Drew Brees and Taysom Hill, and you're talking about how Taysom Hill, you know, the Saints do better when he's on the field. Yeah. So, do, do you think any of the Wizards, you know, faults and them being – you know, three and twelve. Is any of this? Can any fingers be pointed at Bradley Beal? Or um, I mean, is, is he doing the best he can? I I think he's doing the best he can. Uh, I can kind of look at this from the Stafford mentality. When Stafford was kind of all alone on the field for the past few years, um, he really he kind of puts the team on his back in some ways. Mm-hmm. But that can also not be the best thing. So. He'll like fight through an injury all week. He'll have some terrible injury happen to him, and he'll fight right. through the injury all week and be selfish, kind of about it, and play above mm-hmm. the bench player when. And then he'll have a terrible week, and uh, then he'll be fine again. But I think I, I, I'm not calling Bradley Beal selfish, but um, I I kind of think it's kind of selfish to request a trade. I've always kind of thought that. Yes, uh, when you sign a big big contract with a team. I think you should stay there, and I think that you really shouldn't be begging to get off that team because I think it's a kind of a little disrespectful. If you sign that deal, I think you should stay. But I, I can also see it from his mindset. I also see it from yeah. Stafford's. They want to leave this a bad team. Westbrook, he shot 163 times, and he's he scored 163 points. It's like <laughs> – that's you get crazy. it. Like I, I kind of want to say, if I'm pointing a finger, it's not anywhere at Beal, really. Yeah, I think it's, it's definitely Westbrook. at Westbrook. Or yeah, I I think it's I'm pointing the finger I mean, at Westbrook not for to, the um, terrible shooting. Yeah, not to discredit you in it, but so officially, Bradley Beal hasn't requested a trade. All um, right, but if you do look at his like body language, you can sort of tell. I mean, and obviously, like it's pretty self-explanatory. He should be and deserves to be frustrated. Oh, for Charlie, sure. what do you think about Charlie? What do you think about the topic? Uh, if I'm if right. I'm Bradley Beal, I don't give a crap about the stupid contract. The yeah. Washington Wizards have try have barely even tried to help me through these last three years because of Wall being out. They finally do mm-hmm. something in trading for Westbrook. Um, Scott Brooks doesn't do anything to adapt to nowadays offense and defending the three point mm-hmm. line and making sure you protect the paint. And um, if I'm Bradley Beal, I'm walking into the GM's office. I'm demanding a trade, but and I and I threaten that I will go public if he does not trade me now. Yeah, because I Man, I am twenty I am twenty seven twenty seven years old. I have another four or five good years in my NBA career. I am not wasting them in a in an awful organization like the Washington Twenty seven. Yeah, I am yeah. not wasting my my prime. This he's in his prime right now. He He's yeah. entering his prime, so I'm not wasting my prime in Washington with no and speaking, help. Um, speaking of Westbrook, I'm going to say this real quick. Hey, man, I'll let you do your thing. Charlie, yeah. I thought it was pretty interesting. Charlie sent me this Instagram post yesterday. So, assuming Bradley Beal does want out, this is his fourth star teammate. So, we've seen Kevin Durant leave, Paul George leave, James Harden leave, and now, assumingly, Bradley Beal leave. 
I mean, as much as we want to say Westbrook's a team guy, and that may be the case. Off the court, he may be someone's best friend. But, I mean, at some point, a pattern becomes a pattern, and you can't – and statistics become statistics. I mean, as much as I – yeah, I'm, I mean, I guess I like Westbrook as a player. His efficiency is hard to watch. But, I mean, I think at this point we have to start saying maybe it's Westbrook. I completely agree. I completely yeah. agree. Um, um, I think Westbrook I like is – so, Gonna talk then talk. Yeah, do you have it? All right. Um, I, I I see I see why you're uh, pointing the finger at Westbrook, and I said I would point the finger at Westbrook, but you also got to remember he was just traded less than two and a half months ago. He's really just gotten here. He had no off season with them. He got there two weeks before the regular season started. I don't think he's fully in tuned with the Wizards. And um, they kind of – they don't seem like they're playing. Like, but bad shooting They don't is seem bad like shooting. they're playing. Bad shooting is yeah, bad I, shooting. I get that. But he, he has totally new teammates. He has a different playbook. And um, I don't, I don't really I think it's going to take – I think the playbook it's going to take give, him a little bit. Give too. Bradley the ball and get out of the way. Because, I mean, if we're being honest, has Westbrook even really played with the playbook, kind of thinking about it? I feel yeah. like it's mostly isolation Cause, ball. Because, like, and getting a pick and going to the basket. I mean, he played and with usually the Thunder. Usually hitting that big man. And we played with the Thunder. Or Steven. And if you, and you ever look at Billy Donovan, he doesn't really run plays, at least at least last year. He, he really ISO coach. And then you go to Mike D'Antoni, who's probably – I mean, he has a system of shooting threes and going in the basket. But, I mean, he also has one of the most – probably one of the most ISO-heavy players of all time in James Harden. Um, so, yeah. I, but See, but when you join a new team, it's like – I, and yeah, I feel I mean, like it's I, different. It's a lot different. And we're also only two months in the season. He's been out for part of the season, too. He yeah, hasn't even I, played in more than however many games. I don't think we can say that everything's on him yet. Uh, give him another – if he's still bad after a month, another month, and he plays and, healthy and he's healthy through that month, then it is his fault. But if he I – mean, if he stays injured and he's still playing bad, I, I kind of think that – I don't know. I mean, I agree with you. Obviously, like, no one ever wants to, you know, rag on an injured player. But, I mean, at the same time, it's just – and I'm not just saying it's this deal, but, I mean, we've been watching this again and again and again with Westbrook putting up numbers and Westbrook, you know, on the to the media being this great teammate, being this likable guy. But basketball is basketball and basketball is statistics. I mean, and he seems like I, a good teammate. Yeah, he seems I, like he's actually a good person and a good teammate. He seems like he's fun to be around. But the thing is that his game doesn't translate to the modern NBA. He's yeah. too strong for jump shots. He goes to the rim. The big men nowadays can block anything. And his his, his style of play, which is, um, I'm just gonna hit mid range on you all day. It doesn't work in today's NBA. It just doesn't. It doesn't. I mean. I mean, Westbrook is put. When Westbrook retires, it's gonna be really interesting. It's gonna be hard to rank him because I don't. I don't know. I don't think he's winning a ring. To be honest, I don't know if anyone's gonna. I mean, after his contract's up, someone's gonna offer him for good reason. But, is he thirty-one? Yeah, yeah, he's definitely, he's definitely not in his prime anymore. Um, yeah, it's kind of sad to see. He was the most inter- one of the most entertaining players of all time. Yeah, I mean, people I mean, forget. I mean, averaging a triple double is stupid hard. Like people forget that is he's done very it three times. hard. Three and what I mean, and yeah, sure, he didn't get wins with it, but it's still impressive. He's a great uh, player, nonetheless. Well, that 2017 I mean, year with the Thunder, that's the only reason why they did win those games was because Russell Westbrook was putting up triple doubles, but he was really then, playing uh, by he, himself. He was an, another situation this reminds me of is Blake Griffin. Um, mm-hmm. he last year had I think only eight dunks when he had like 250 his third year. In the league mm-hmm. uh it's pretty sad i i yeah he still doesn't have a, a dunk yet and um i'm sure he'll get one eventually but he's just <laughs> not nearly athletic um I, he's actually a better playmaker now that he's gotten older he can't really he can't use his athleticism really as much since he's 30 32 33 so um he's a a lot better of a passer which is nice, but um, it's pretty sad watching um, 
some of your favorite players uh, start to degress and uh, get yeah. worse. He used to be the dunk champion, uh, but now he's kind of a shell of him, his former self. He plays a lot differently now. But um, I also feel bad that he's on the Pistons, and um, he probably he, he won't win another ring. He'll probably retire. Okay. Well, so, not um, another. Sorry, he won't win one. Yeah. Yeah. So I think – so now that we've kind of talked about our opinions on Bradley Beal and the Wizards and I guess a little bit of Westbrook. So we have some Bleacher Report trade packages we're going to look at. Um, we're going to look at five. Um, and some of them are going to be a bit quicker. And some of them are going to be longer than the others. Um, so like I said, Bleacher Report, Dan Favale, looks like. I'm sorry if I mispronounced that. Um, you know, you know Dan, about, if you know anything about Dan. Bleacher Report, they can be a bit – a bit, um, not the best trade packages, but we're gonna we're gonna give them a chance. A clean slate. All about the clicks. So, all right. So here we're gonna go. So first we have a three, we have a three team trade. Okay. So the Charlotte Hornets are gonna receive Vincent <laughs> Vincent Poirier. Yeah. Um, oh. And a twenty twenty and a uh, let me talk through the trade and then we can um, talk about it. A twenty twenty three um, second round pick. And then the Sixers, and this is obviously a big part. Sixers are going to receive Bradley Beal, and here's what the here's what the Wizards are receiving. So they're going to receive Danny Green, Tyrese Maxey, Shake Milton, Matisse Thybulle. Okay, that's all the players they're getting. That's all the players they're going to get. And then they're going to get a they're going to get the Sixers first round pick, the New York second round pick, Philadelphia's 2023 first round pick, a 2024 swap, and then Charlotte's 2025. Second round pick, top 55 protected. So, I mean, and then I, uh, 2026 first round swap. So that's three and, first rounders in three seconds. Yep. And then Ty- Danny Green, Tyreek Mackey, Shake Mellon, Matisse. Seibel. So, what is, what is, what are the Hornets getting? And the Hornets, player. Hornets aren't oh, really Vincent. involved in this trade as much. They're just getting so, a player, second round they pick. They just get a second round pick. So, my question I don't think um, the 76ers, they're giving – like, they would give up a lot for um, Bradley, Bradley Beal. Beal. But that's, that's like, all – that's Matisse Thibel and um, Tyrese Maxey. They're playing amazing. Well, I they get are. the picks. You need them for the picks in. And uh, Matisse Thibel. But I, that's mm-hmm. a lot for uh, Bradley Beal. And um, it's Bradley he's getting – I mean, I don't know about. Yeah, I think, I think I'm gonna have to. <laughs> but go. that's their I mean, future. If they don't win this championship, they have Joel and They have Joel and Embiid. They don't need to worry about yeah. the future because they have the Embiid two, two of the brightest also. stars in the league. Yeah, I agree. They can throw away some of the role players that are gonna be the role players in the future. And now for a now, great player now. So, but to be honest, I don't think. So I don't think Sixers make this. I mean, I don't think Wizards are gonna make this trade. Um, I think whether it's what they can get, and I think they can get a lot more than a couple first round picks that are going to be. Really, I think ones. that's a good deal if you're the Wizards. You I do too. You I think two would... young guys. No, and two you're right. Picks. Matisse Thybulle and Shake Milner and Tyrese Maxey. And right. Maxey's good, but um, yeah, you don't Danny really care Green. about uh, Danny Green. And, but Danny yeah. Green's on an expiring deal anyway, so you yeah. should be fine. Um, well, I think he's on. Ex- yeah, he's on expiring. Um, so now we're going to go to the next one. I'm gonna I'm gonna go over this one real quick. So it's Bradley Beal to Toronto. So the Raptors would get Bradley Beal and Moritz Wag Vag, Moritz Wagner, excuse me, he's from the Lakers. Yeah, he's um, good. And the Wizards would get OG Ananubi, Fred Van Vliet, a 2020 first, a 2023 first, and a 2024 first, but no seconds. So it's three first round picks: OG and Freddie. Freddie Van. That's Vliet. a good. And OG, he's a OG's, great defender. OG's great. OG's Fred great. is playing good. Um. That's three first-round picks, too. I don't know uh, if the Wizards actually get that offer. I feel like they're taking it. Um, but I don't – honestly, I don't know if the Raptors would actually give that much up. It, like, this yeah. is Bleacher Report. This is not the front office saying any of this. I don't, I don't really think the Raptors would give that much up. But if they do, the Wizards better take that. If that's their best offer, they should take that because three yeah. first-round picks – and OG and Fred Flanville. That that's a well, good. Well, if you're the Raptors, too. if you're the Raptors, um, you're obviously trying to win now while you still have a guy like Kyle Lowry. So the starting lineup would probably be Kyle Lowry at the one, Bradley Beal at the two, um, 
maybe what's Tanner Davis at the three. Chris, um, uh, Chris Boucher, Boucher at the four the and Pascal at the five. Uh, Pascal at the four and Chris Boucher at the five. I which think not that, which is pretty good. Uh, I mean, I think you're I definitely think sacrificing on a depth. I just think you're making the, the playoffs. Raptors, I think. I don't know. I yeah, think the Raptors are going to make a. The Raptors are going to make a splash trade. I think they need to make one for a center. To be honest, uh, I mean, Andre who's the Drummond. Wizard center right now? Drummond. Who's the Wizard center? Drummond or who's the wizard center? Is it like Ian? Uh, they it used to be Thomas Bryant, but he Thomas Bryant ACL. Like he ACL. I just, yeah. Um. So. Yeah. Oh, Wagner. Uh, Wagner no. might be their starter, or is it Muhammad? I don't, I don't uh, think he's starting. Oh really? Yeah. He might not. be their backup center now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, probably Robin um, Lopez. Oh really? <laughs> Robin really? Lopez. Yeah, I think it's Will. Yeah, that's, that's really tough. So. Wait, let me, um, I'm going to check this. Starting lineup. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Starting lineup, not jacket. So, while Charlie's looking this up, do you think this they trade... Bertans. They're playing Bertans at the five. That's at, they, they signed him to a contract, too. Well, I know he's awful on defensive. Yeah, this team, they have one good defender in their starting lineup, and it's Rui Hachimura. Yeah, oh, Rui! He's the oh, second Oh, my year. gosh. He's a good player. Yeah, Roy. I know, but he's he, he's second he year, so he's still year. young. Yeah, yeah, I know that. Years. Yeah. Um, all so, right, so you take over, uh, take us over the third one, Walker. Okay, so this is gonna involve Zach Levine. Have you ever been on the Zach Levine? Have you ever been on the Zach Levine bandwagon? Check it out, because uh, yeah, it's, it's you crazy. Doing? Okay, so the Bulls, and this is with the Warriors. So the Bulls are gonna see mm-hmm. Kelly Oubre, Eric Pascal, <laughs> a Minnesota 2021 first round pick. Which is top three protected, but if that falls out, Minnesota is awful. So I mean, if they're able to get that pick, that's, that's a, good, a pick. good pick. That's a really good pick. Just keeping my top three protected, but, but you know we'll see. You know the NBA draft lottery is crazy. Yeah. Um, in Minnesota, 2021 second round pick, 2022 first round swap, and 2023 first round swap. And then the Bulls are gonna, and excuse me, the Warriors are gonna receive Zach Levine. So that means with Clay Thompson out, we're gonna have Curry, Levine, um. I don't know who they throw in at the three. Um, Draymond at the four, and then James Wiseman at the five. Uh, Eric Pascal, play? he's young and good. You, yeah, you probably really put good. Wiggins at the three. Oh, I forgot about yeah. Wiggins. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I totally <laughs> Play Wiggins at the three. Just like, so, very easy to forget about Wiggins. Yeah, I feel Harry. bad. Uh, I don't, I don't feel, feel bad, bad for him now, yeah. but <laughs> he's just not playing good anymore. He has all the tools. He, it's, yeah. his, it's his fault <laughs> at the end of the day. But so, if you were to create a basketball player, you would yeah. probably create Andrew Wiggins' intang- intangibles, I guess. I don't know. So um, This trade's interesting. Um, to be honest, yeah. I think, the, I, I think the Warriors would probably benefit from this the most, but you're giving up a lot. You're giving yeah. up, obviously, three first-round picks, but it is a great player in Zach Levine. But that would be nice once um, Clay Thompson gets back. You would have mm-hmm. Curry, Levine, oh my Thompson, gosh, yes. Thompson at the three, Green, and then Wiseman. Um, the backcourt would be really awful defensively because Zach Levine is not a good defender, and obviously but Curry if you throw, struggles. But yeah. once you get Clay Thompson back, it will really put help. Three. Yeah. yeah, put Clay Thompson at the three, and he can try to lock down any three you're playing that game. But the, um, the only worry about playing Clay Thompson at the three is that when you go against teams like the Clippers um, with Paul oh. George, who's who's standing at about six foot nine, mm-hmm. and when you're playing the Lakers, who has Katie, you're playing any of these taller forwards at the three. I think Clay Thompson would really struggle. So maybe you substitute Andrew Wiggins in, or maybe even put probably probably put Draymond Green on them. But Draymond Green is getting yeah. older. Just saying. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, not to mention, I, uh, I'll go real quick. Um, Clay Thompson is, I mean, he's going to be obviously shooting isn't going to change. For, hopefully, you know, because um, you know ACL tear. That, that's not really going to. Excuse me, ACL right. Yeah, ACL and Achilles. ACL and Achilles. I mean, ACL and Achilles. Hopefully, won't change his jump shot, but he is obviously. I mean, going to be less athletic. Um, that's just kind of a part of it. So, I mean, is he going to be able to keep up with those Clydes, with those KDs, with those LeBron James? You know, it's going to be tough because those guys are freight like LeBrons, and the I almost think and the you Paul could put... are hard to stop when they're driving towards the basket. I feel like Zach Levine. He could maybe. I, I feel like you keep play at uh, guard and put Zach, Zach Levine, Levine at forward. Yeah, Zach I think Levine. Zach Levine's he's six not... foot six, I believe. That yeah, that I yeah, he's so... six. I mean, that's not too bad. 
You know, and Clay is six foot six too. So, see, the thing with Zach Levine is this would be a new age Warriors team. I think if this trade were to go through, I think the Warriors do win it, but the Bulls win in some ways too. They get younger because Zach Levine's entering his prime right now. Resetting the reset, which is crazy. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I think. Go ahead, Emmett. You know, I this I think this Warriors team could be deadly with Curry, Levine who's getting better, Clay Thompson, who's digressing, but he still has a few more years of success. And then that um, shooting always Wiseman, and mm-hmm. then Wiseman. Uh, yeah, Ray Allen, he always was able to shoot even. Uh, anyway, I mean, he's 39. I, so. I yeah. think, to be honest, I think the Bulls, I think the only way the Bulls, at least not, I don't think there's going to be a clear winner here. I think the only way Bulls can tie or like make this like a win-win trade is if they get that Minnesota, Minnesota pick. If they don't get They're a Minnesota be... pick, then I don't think that's a good trade for them. I think they really lose that trade. And you really can't ensure that you get that pick because even if Minnesota is the nine seed or like the eleven seed in the West and they don't make the play-in tournament, they could still get a top three pick. Because yeah. now how the NBA lottery works, anybody through the top fourteen has a chance at the number one pick, which yeah. is pretty crazy. But also so, they could be top. They could be a top three projected pick, but they also just fall to nine, like, like the, the Knicks Nick. usually do. Yeah, yeah, that's all right. Uh, I'll take you over. I'll take this over the uh, next stream, which is Kyle Lowry lands in Dallas. So the mm-hmm. Dallas Mavericks would get Kyle Lowry, and the Raptors would get Josh Green, James Johnson, Dwight Powell, Tyrell Terry, a 2025 first, and a 20, and it's just a protected first. Um, this is a weird trade. I think the Dallas Mavericks would definitely win this trade obviously you're giving up mm-hmm. a vertical lob threat in Dwight Powell and you're also giving up a nice young player underrated nice young player in Tyrell Terry but but you're getting back a and I would like to say elite point guard I'm a, I know he's getting older but Kyle yeah. Lowry has plenty of playoff experience and he knows how to win a championship especially pairing him with a um, explosive wing wing point guard you know point wing uh, type of guy in Luka he could provide some more defense on that team so Mm-hmm. I, I think I like this trade for the Mavericks. Just looking at his contract real quick, is he expiring? I believe it's 31. It's a one-year deal. I believe that's what it is. So, yeah. I, I, I like this trade for um, both teams, to be honest. I would like to see the Raptors it's get a one bit for more. It's 1 for 31. Yeah. I'd like to see the Raptors get a bit more for Kyle Lowry, but I don't know if that's very possible. Um, Dry Powell is a good player. I mean, if the Raptors do make this trade, I don't know where the direction they're really going to go in, to be honest. Um, if the Raptors do do that, you're just giving the keys to Freddie then. Fred, you're really just I mean, starting a rebuild, kind of. Well, that's the thing. That's a really interesting thing about the Raptors because you you have Fred, you have Fred locked up for three years probably, and you have Pascal locked up for the same amount of years really. But who knows? Who knows? Maybe the Raptors make the Beal trade and then they make this trade. We'll see. We'll see. Never know. I think that would be a, a cool turn of events. And then the last trade, Walker, you want to take it this. over? Yeah. And this is going to be a nice transition to the very last segment. But um, so the Chicago Bulls will receive and Lonzo Ball, who has been um, been trade rumors recently. Been okay recently. Yeah. He had a great game last night, actually. Um, yeah, once so, a year, so, he has a good game. Right. And, you know, LeVar, LeVar's going to talk about that for a while. Still holding on that 29-10 performance from 20, 2018, right? Right. So – um, he has been talking to recruit rumors. Okay, this is quite the trade. So the Chicago Bulls received Lonzo Ball. Now the Rockets are going to receive Larry Markkinen, JJ Redick, uh, the Lakers' first round pick this year, which is going to which is protected number number eight to thirty. So they're not going to get that pick. And then it's going to be unprotected in twenty twenty two. And then they get New Orleans um twenty twenty two. Right for lottery protected pick too. And I I don't I think the uh, Houston would get that pick. Because yeah, the Pelicans should make the playoffs by then. If they don't, come yep. on, what are you doing? So, and they also, and all the Bulls are getting a Chicago, and the Bulls are going to get Lonzo Ball. But you're giving that makes Laurie no Larkin sense. You're giving up Laurie yeah. Mar. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. It, yeah. I don't even know how that. I don't know how that slid in. And how's some it, of the trades going to work with? I don't get how that's going to work with the Pelicans front court. So you're telling me you're because gonna run Dion Zion that, that does not that does not fix your problem at all because the because the um, Pelicans problem is the defense is beginning better because there's no reason they should be bad at defense but the problem is the three point shooting and Victor Oladipo is not a knockdown shooter at all 
he probably shoots like what thirty four percent, I would assume. Oh, not the my worst gosh. Emmett, sorry, Emmett, I forgot to mention this. Um, and Emmett, I'm sorry, I tried to read an article so he knew this, but I also forgot to say. And the Pelicans received Victor Oladipo and PJ Tucker. My bad. Yeah. Oh, okay. I got so confused. I was yeah, like, I, I don't know how Victor was I in that trade. That first either. No, no big deal. Uh, I think Victor Oladipo. That's two trades. Wow, within very short yeah, window. Oladipo has been has never <laughs> been above forty percent, and yeah, he, uh, he's at twenty seven right now. He like he's gonna he'll always stay steady around thirty for the rest of his career. He, it'll start dipping down, but I think he's still uh he he can get you a bucket. I mean, he's a yeah. okay shooter. He's a pretty good finisher, and uh, he's been playing pretty good in Houston. Um. Almost all Very of his true. games have been pretty solid. He's had one off night. Um, John Wall, uh, they've won a few games, which has been surprising me. Mm-hmm. And uh, I-, I like watching Houston play because they have John Wall, Victor Oladipo, and Christian Wood. And it's fun to see them, uh, that trio play. They're, they're not going to do anything if they make the playoffs. They probably won't even make the playoffs. They won't. But – it's it's been fun watching them, and um, yeah. if Victor Oladipo gets dealt, where would he go? Say that again to New Orleans. New Orleans. Yeah. So which doesn't I, make any I, sense. I, I would like to say yeah. something about this trade. If this trade were to go through, the only way like I see that happening is if like maybe the Bulls get Oladipo because they're giving up Laurie Mar- Markinen just to get Lonzo Ball. Like that's yeah. the biggest. I don't want to say that's a downgrade because. Laurie Markkinen, he's playing really good this season. And Lonzo, he's playing okay. But Lonzo's still probably a little bit better. But Laurie is so much younger. It's like the biggest downgrade, I think. And I don't know why the Bulls would even think about that. I feel like if they trade Laurie, they need at least a first-round pick or something, maybe another young player, because they're not going to win a championship for a long time. And yeah. uh, I feel well, like Lori's going to stay on this team for quite a bit. I don't see them trading. That's that's uh, Bleach Report trades for you. So yeah, we're gonna just end- for clicks. Exactly, Charlie. Yeah. So we're going to end on our um, last segment here, and then we're going to wrap it up. Excuse me? Or, no, yeah, no, last se- Yeah, last segment. Okay, so and Rocket, Rocket's recent success. Um, I'll start out real quick. I think Emmett kind of just touched on this, actually, with John Wall. Um, right now, the Rockets are – um, where are they in the West? They've gone five and three um, five and since three the James Harden after deal. The trade. Yeah. After the trade. They are, uh, since January 13th, and they've won four in a row. And they are oh. in – they're number 10, eight and nine. Yeah, not they're, uh, and, um, and Keep in mind, in the Western Conference, you're only six games back from being the number one seed. <laughs> and um, if they were an Eastern Conference team, I think they would make the playoffs, but I don't – I don't know if I see it with the Western Conference. I see them maybe sliding in as an eighth seed or a seventh seed, but I don't Depends think there's it. any way they can. Okay. I don't even – they'll make the play-in tournament, uh, but uh, I feel like they could lock a sixth seed in the Eastern Conference, yeah. um, being completely honest with you. Looking at looking at the Western Conference right now, um, what's a team below them that could make it? Um, well – Looking at the Western Conference, the Mavericks have gotten off to a bad start, and the Pelicans have gotten off to a bad start. Um, so I don't know. I think they definitely could make the play-in tournament because I think they're around a team like the Warriors. Like, can you guys hear me? Yeah, you can. Uh, uh, yeah. Sorry, my bad. Um, so they're. I think they're around a team like the Warriors uh, and maybe even the Grizzlies. Um, so I think they could be fighting for a nine to ten spot. Um, and also watch out for the Thunder, by the way. Eight and ten with a team that was supposed to be the one of the worst teams in the league. They could be repeating last year. Remember, they were supposed to they had like a yeah. what a point two percent chance of making the playoffs and they did it. They were yeah. the four seed, so just watch out. I'm not saying they're gonna be a top five seed. Just mm-hmm. watch out for the Thunder and the most uh, underrated player in the league, Shea. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like um I see yeah, I, I feel like people like I think People are underestimating uh, – shoot, John Wall, sorry. Um, oh, yeah. I don't know. I think – and Victor Oladipo kind of. Um, I, I know John Wall is getting older, and he's not nearly – of course, not nearly as good as he was before. But he's yeah. still a solid point guard. He could be a starting point guard for most teams. And um, he's playing great in Houston. I feel like he just needed a new change – 
change in team, change in players mm-hmm. around him. And uh, him and Victor Oladipo, they're, uh, they already have the chemistry, it looks like. So, yeah, yeah don't make the plan. Uh, yeah. Hopefully we'll see uh, John Wall get some success. Talk sure. about under underestimated. Let's. I'm just going to touch on the Jazz before we end this podcast. Right. They are sitting at oh, number one yeah. in the East and the West. 11, Fifth, 10, they've won 11, 11 in a row. 11 in a row. Yeah. Um, this might be mean, but I don't see them as a – I see them as a top three seed. I think they're going to slot in the three, maybe even four, because they're going to fight with the Nuggets for that spot, I believe. Mm-hmm. But I still don't see this team as a contending team because we've seen this before <laughs> in past yeah. years where the Jazz go on a crazy, maybe even 15-game run where they win 15 in a row. Yep. But in the playoffs, it's all different because Rudy Gobert really gets taken out of the game in the fourth quarter because he can't shoot free throws and he doesn't stretch the floor. Um, and they've also been on fire from three these last couple of weeks, or these last couple of games. So if they cool down, do they still – are they still going to win those games? I don't think so. So, um, right. but I'm just saying they have probably the sixth man of the year so far, Jordan Clarkson. Yes. He's been I, playing insane. Like, dude, insane. This yeah. is an incredible game. It's like, this has been an insane season from Jordan Clarkson. I'm going to look up his, um, Charlie, I was so close. As soon as you finished, I was so close to talking about how I think him and, uh, I think he's fighting for most improved player this year. I don't think there's I a mean, couple candidates like him, Shea, but, Boucher, uh, those type DeAndre of guys. Hunter. Yeah, maybe, maybe DeAndre Hunter, um, Colin Sexton. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, maybe. Guys. maybe. I mean, he has to be considered. I don't think he's gonna win, but and, maybe. No, he won't win. No, but it's uh, it's just ridiculous how he's been playing. Jordan Clarkson uh, shooting ninety seven percent from free throw. Oh my gosh, he he <laughs> was. Oh my gosh. So the crazy part was he looked okay in Cleveland. Really okay, he showed flashes. And he was he wasn't really he wasn't really but good. He, yeah, he he just again I kept, I said this about John Wall too. It almost it's almost like he needed a change in team just to. It, same with uh, what's his name? Shoot, shoot! Oh my gosh. Oladipo. He needed a change in scenery. Shoot. Would Denver? Yeah. No, Denver to Oh, Jer- Jeremy, Jeremy, Jeremy Grant. Jeremy, Jeremy Grant. Grant. Thank you right? so much. I keep getting names mixed up. For um, Jeremy Grant, I think it's more just opportunity for Jeremy Grant. I yeah. agree. He he, I forgot how many he averaged like fifteen minutes with the Nuggets, and now he's averaging thirty three or something more. like that. He, he really showed like twenty. But he was like he, yeah, he started man. getting. That's when they he got his start. He got his like solid role in the playing tournament and the playoffs when he got his six man job. And um, he's a good defender too. Um, he's MIP. He's close to it. He is, yeah. I think he's most improved, honestly. I mean, if no he had joined any of these bad teams, no I think bias. he would be doing the same thing. I think he would be doing the same thing, honestly. I mean, he's yeah, averaging he's... amazing numbers, Charlie. I, you don't think he's most improved? Who do you think's most important? No, no, I, I don't really know. There's a lot of candidates right now. I would wait until farther in the season. I would like to. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of. Candidates. I like to see the. I like to see the Pistons win a bit more to um put him at the front runner. I think but, the Pistons are actually you know, a good team, by the way. Um, looking at their schedule, they've had probably the most difficult. Yeah, we've schedule. heard the hardest schedule, I think. And they've watching been in the contention, Lakers, and they've been yeah. in contention with almost every team. Because looking at their yeah. schedule, I'll read it off. Um, we have not got blown out yet. By like um, amazing them like big Hawks, Warriors, Celtics, Celtics, Bucks, Bucks, Suns, Jazz, Bucks, Heat, Heat, Hawks, Rockets, Sixers, 76ers, Cavaliers, and and Lakers. They have not yeah, played I've, one bad I, team. Every team is in the I have not over five hundred. Probably over five hundred every team. I have not watched besides the Cavs. I have not or the Hawks. I have no, not Cavs are watched. Oh, they are. You're right. Yeah, they're both both. Are they really now? Are they now? Um, Cavs are nine and ten, and then yeah, I yeah. So both of them are super super close. If I've not said this before, uh, I watch every Pistons game, and I've never seen a stretch in my entire time watching the Pistons. I've never seen like so many back to back games with like we played LeBron Friday night or Thursday night. I think it's Friday night, Um, and we beat them. No, it was Thursday night. <laughs> oh my gosh! And we beat them. Uh, they, right. we've shown very big flashes, 
and but then we've also shown the reason why we're going to be not a playoff team or even in contention. Oh, they didn't even so, have Anthony Davis that game. That makes sense. Yeah, um, that's true. But And also, I've we, seen a lot of people worrying about the Lakers right now. Don't. They're fine. Well, Anthony yeah, Davis has gone off to a rough start. And LeBron, I don't think LeBron tries rough, until the playoffs. Rough start. Yeah, and they're fourteen and six. Rough start, right? Twenty seven, oh, like, like twenty seven. Yeah, twenty seven. Yeah, 12, they're right? what second in the third in the third in the West. All right, so I think that's I would it. like to say something. Anyway, though. they are real quick. I think they will be in trouble, kinda, if Anthony Davis if he gets injured in the playoffs because they scored less than a hundred points against the Pistons, and the Pistons give up a lot of points. And so, that's all oh, I gotta say about do. that. So that's about points. it. Yeah. So yeah, that was That's a uh, pretty it. long episode today, but a lot of stuff to talk about. Um, it wasn't that long. Super Bowl prediction. So um, next, possibly, maybe not an episode next Saturday. Probably not. We don't know yet. We're gonna we will be out. celebrating, and we will announce it. We will announce Mr. it on our socials. So follow us there. Yeah. Follow us. So, um, Thank you. I would I like to say that. if we don't have an episode next week, it's because it is Mr. O'Brien's birthday. So we're gonna yes, wish sir. him a happy birthday now. And Thank if we you. Have an episode, we will wish happy. him again. Happy I'm turning 15. Woo, look at that Happy permit. birthday. Permit. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yes, yeah. sir. Um, thank, thank you guys for listening to the Stream Podcast. Um, it's been another great episode with my co-host. And we'll see you guys. See you guys next time. Later. All right.